Mark your calendars. Memphis Wrestling's all-new lineup is hotter than ever. Powered by Pro Shingle. Next Saturday, February 19th, it's our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's in Memphis. Come watch WWE Elimination Chamber with us. Plus, we'll give you a free power car. March 6th, two-time WWE Hall of Famer and five-time world champion Booker T is coming to Memphis Wrestling. VIP experience tickets are available at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. March 19th, Memphis Wrestling makes its way to Black Rock, Arkansas for a special event benefiting Black Rock Police and Fire Departments. Help us make a difference and get your ticket at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. March 27th, Memphis Wrestling is too cool with WWE superstar Scotty Tuhati live at the Wrestle Center. And be on the lookout for a big announcement coming for April. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours before it's too late at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. Music is my life, and I bet it's yours too. After all, we're all very complicated beasts. You're not just into wrestling. You're into other stuff too. And that's where the record store comes in. I've got a thousand CDs or so, and I've been a rock fan for as long as I've been old enough to go to, well, the record store. So every week, I close my eyes, stand in front of my collection, and randomly grab a CD. Whatever I pull out. It could be old. could be brand new. It's what I cover in that episode. It could be anything from Asia to Yes, from John Cougar to Elton John, from Rumors to Weird Al's Greatest Hits. You just have no idea. I do a little bit of homework on the artists, talk about what they mean to me, and who knows, maybe I've had a chance encounter with one of them. And finally, I review the album track by track. I might confirm that it's one of the greatest albums of all time, or I might conclude that buying that album calls for me to have my head examined. Who knows? So join me, Lance Levine, twice a month right here at the record store, and let me remind you how much the music means to you as well. Hey, just a quick reminder, subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. This episode is also brought to you by Spunk Loop. Dot com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, you spunky. That's right. Go to www.spunkloop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. We can all help prevent suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress and also prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255. One, two, three. Newsstand versus Newsletter embarks on a journey of a classic wrestling year. Were the PWI readers accurate with their assessment of talent? Were the Wrestling Observer Newsletter subscribers more right than wrong? Join longtime friends Scotty and Andrew as they talk about Newsstand versus Newsletter. 1994. 
Welcome to another edition of News Stand versus Newsletter. I am your host, the future Hall of Famer, Scotty B. But as we're going to come on today, we're going to review a year that's pretty fun and interesting. I'm going to bring on my co-host, Mr. Andrew. No last name needed, no location needed, but for the right amount of money, I will give you his location. Hi, everyone. Andrew, how's Andrew doing tonight? Pretty good. I had a pretty eventful night, actually. Oh, really? Did you leave the house? No, I did not. Uh, but <laughs> well, so we today we're going to do the 1994 awards from the Wrestling Observer and the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which yes. I was holding up, and I have my papers today because I bought a new printer for one hundred dollars, and I ran out of ink already, which is awesome. So to start it, let's kind of talk about 1994, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll start with you, Mister Andrew. No last name needed. What were you doing in 1994? Well, uh, my grandmother died that year. Uh, Also, personally, I was pretty much the second, I think the last year I was really into collecting hockey cards. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think maybe even the year before, but I think 94 was really the the nail in the coffin with that as my hobby. I was a huge WCW fan. Uh, It was the year I bought my first pay-per-view. I didn't get to see it because I went to my grandmother's funeral, but it was Bash of the Beach 94. Uh, It was my last year at junior high. I was elected president of my junior high school. Rigged election, probably, I'm guessing. (laughs) You made Donald happy. I did. And um, that was pretty much it for me. What about yourself? I was... Just kind of getting in. I had a lot of things going on. It was a cool summer because that summer I moved, the summer before I moved to the country, <coughs> one the city, had no cable, and we got a satellite dish, one of them big old school ones. And mm-hmm. uh, that was my first real exposure to WCW, watching that because we had Saturday night. And as I told you the story, I'll tell you here, it was the satellite feed of Hulk Hogan's ticker tape parade. And he, was <laughs> okay. sitting in, he was sitting in Orlando taking, uh, doing autographs and telling people to, to get the pay-per-view. And it was cool because there you go. It's right there. He um it had him off like when the when they go to commercial or something and he was just being himself. It was kind of cool. Music was a big thing to me. Um, like huge thing to me. I was big time into music. Mm-hmm. My favorite musician at that point, and you know me pretty well, and I guess you you will probably not be able to guess who my favorite musician was in nineteen ninety four. Or music act, I guess, or musician. <clears throat> was it uh Naughty by Nature? No, that wasn't even 94. That was like 92. That was not my favorite in 1992. No, my favorite in 1994 was Beck. Okay. I was a huge I was Beck close. fan. Not even close. Yeah. But we're going to talk about the year of 1994 wrestling because it was a pretty different kind of year, but it was a lot of fun. I was telling you in our, I guess we call it our, pre, in our, our pre-podcast conversation, I consider uh, the dates of April 16th, 17th, the best weekend in pro wrestling history. Yeah, like I can see it. Jake. J-Cup in Japan on the Saturday night, and then you had Spring Stampede the next night in Chicago, which was really awesome. Uh, being a 10 was really good. WCW had a lot of good stuff early. Like They had a run of really good pay-per-views early. Yeah, plus some good clashes as well. Yeah, and then um, gets a little... We all, we all know how 94 ends with the great main event at Starcade, The Butcher, and Hulk Hogan. A.K.A. Bruce Beefcake. I mean, I'm just saying it was great. And Mr. T against Kevin Sullivan. Who can, you can't beat that. <laughs> now, unfortunately, oh, sorry, go ahead. 
say looking at that was funny because I completely forgot about that match. And it was somewhere on the internet that we were both on the page. And I thought to myself, oh my God, that really, someone was dumb enough to book that match. Like, who in their right mind would think that's a good idea? That is well, a stupid idea. I, I believe Kevin Sullivan when he says that all of his ideas were simply just to appease Hogan to, you know, the whole Dungeon of Doom was, let's give him this. Yeah. So that way, once we start asking him for good stuff, we'll have built some, you know, goodwill with him. Well, Hogan, would never, Hogan would never do that. He would never <laughs> do good stuff. Well, I mean, NWO, but that would come because basically he knew that it was time to t- turn. All right, so let's start out here. But yeah, um, 94 was a good year. And it, it kind of doesn't get enough credit, I don't think. For being a good so, year, Vince goes to trial, almost goes to prison, which would have been really nice, but it didn't happen. Um, you can go ahead. It uh, it actually features my maybe. Uh, I have to think about it. Not counting clashes or Saturday night's main events, but features my favorite TV match for both companies uh, that year. Right. For WWE, it was uh, Lord Stephen Riedel against Larry Zabisco, oh, and I for you and Zabisco, I love him. And for you the WWF, it was Brett against the Kid. Can I get into this in a second? It's the five people who watched our videos. Have seen, you've heard my argument about Bob Backlund, and you give me shit for that. And it's fun shit. You're not being mean. Mm-hmm. That's the same with Sabisco, man. Like, it's different. One's a, heel, one's a heel, one's a baby face. Baby faces are supposed to be likable. And he is. They're also, they're also supposed to elicit sympathy. Like, even Hulk Hogan could get the crowds thinking that he was going to lose to the guy that was much smaller than him by playing the sympathy. Backlund never did that. He was always the man in control. Always <laughs> Bobby, listen, if you're watching this, buddy, I got your back. Backlund, yeah. no pun intended. And uh, we can hang out sometime, Bobby. Just don't put me in the tr- crossface trick because I don't want to get my neck broken. Let's start the awards. Sure. We're going to start Rookie of the Year, and we'll let you go first, Andrew. And I got the sure. picture right here of the man. Which is bullshit, by the way. Why is that? Well, because in the 1980s, 911 was managed by Paul Dangerously before he became Paul E. Dangerously as yeah. one half of the Motor City uh, Mad Men. Oh, and his par- he's, he's a rookie. Yeah, keep going. Go ahead. Yeah, and his partner would go to WCW. I think he had a match at Starcade 90, maybe the Clash before then. Um, just got squashed by the skyscrapers, but... Uh, yeah, there's no way he was a rookie. He's kind of like getting Rookie of the Year in the same regard as... He's getting a new say, gimmick. It's funny. Uh, was that the Skyscraper's job match where they beat the living hell out of that guy because he wouldn't sell? Remember that one? You ever see that guy? And they just... The guy was... He kept getting... Oh, no, that, that was a squash match. Hey, remember, you remember that? That guy? Yeah, yeah. You're going to get murdered. Like you do, You're going to yeah. get killed. Dan Spire's going to kill you in the ring. That's the way it is. Uh, who's your runner-ups? Well, 901 got it with 12,701 votes. Uh, Runners-up include Bob Sparkplug Holly with 10,567 votes, who, by the way, not a rookie. He um, he had been wrestling years before. Uh, Abuda Singh with 6,957 votes. And uh, do you know who that would become? No. Balls Mahoney, okay. also, he, also known as Xanathlaus. Yeah, he wasn't a rookie. He was wrestling for a while. Yeah, he. Um, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching some old uh, ninety-two WFs and like yeah. superstars, and he, he shows up there. Uh, Mikey Whipwreck is the 
third runner-up with 6,321 votes. And honorable mentions include Bryant Anderson, uh, the son of Ole. Frank Anderson, no relation, uh, died a couple years ago. Uh, Swedish wrestler. His, he spells Anderson with two S's. Uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr., uh, Jesse Henning, uh, Kurt's younger brother, who never amounted to anything. Uh, Mohadib, I think that's how it's pronounced. I, I'm not sure. That's the man who would eventually become Ahmed Johnson. And Jungle Jim Steele. Fun. So I got for mine, mm. uh, Mike Whiprack is my guy. Um, he got, where is it at? Here he got 1,012 votes. Number two. John Paul Levac, you've heard of him, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Got a little problem with his Time to play the. Oh, yeah, exactly. Don't do them steroids, kids. Bass <laughs> uh, he was in there six twenty four nine one one. So I guess they thought he was a rookie, also in the Observer. Um, Tamon Honda, Vagabondo, Bryant Anderson, the Gangsters. Hiroshi Ono, two trophies in that fucking list. Honorable mentions Alex Wright and Yasada. So, yeah, I mean, Mikey Whiprack, I would assume that would be the. I would put him as rookie of the year. Mike Whiprack? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Triple H. He actually had a bad year. Are we, are we talking about that particular year? Who was the best rookie or who had the best career after that? Oh, no, that year. That year, yeah, Mikey Whipper, I'd say. Okay. All right, so the next one is me for Manter of the Year, which we have him right here, Mr. Never Angry, Always Happy, doesn't have an opinion on everybody, excluding Vince Russo. <laughs> That's a perfect picture of him. It is. Mad the world. Jim Cornette <laughs> hates everything. If it's not pro wrestling from 1985 on, before that, I hate it. I hate everything about it. I don't like the stuff they do. Listen to me. I'm more important, and I don't like Dairy Queen. Although, to be fair, he has come around on AEW. He has been giving them props lately. I don't listen to him because he drives me crazy. Uh, We (laughs) have Pauly Dangerously at number two. Sensational Sherry at three. Tammy Fitz at four. Ted DiBiase at five. Woman at six. Harley Race at seven. Jason at eight. And Colonel Robert Parker at nine. Now, for you, do you want to show it or do you want me to show the picture too? It's up to you. Well, I had something. (laughs) <laughs> there he is. There he is. Manager of the year. And we're going to bring him up another one. We have three yep. of them for him. There we go. There's Mr. Jimmy Hart. Um, I guess, you know, in kayfabe terms, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he did manage a champion, but I'll tell you, Jimmy Hart is a babyface manager. Horrible. Boring. Yeah. Just, just, it seems like he's unnecessary. Like, yeah. Hogan did the whole promo. And Jimmy Hart's just standing there. Like, what's the point? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, it's not much of anything. So Jimmy Hart wins manager of the year with 16,432 votes. Yeah. Uh, first runner-up, Ted DiBiase and the Million Dollar Corporation. Well, in their defense, it wasn't that bad in 94. It got yeah. really bad in 95. It was okay in that. Fake Undertaker happened in 1994, Scott. Okay, okay. all right. I That's fine. You, you win that one. You win that one. Uh, so Ted DiBiase gets 11,982 votes. Uh, second runner-up is Colonel Robert Parker with 8,940 votes. And then Paulie Dangerously with 8,871 votes. Honorable mentions include Captain Lou Albano, 
Paul Bear, Jim Cornette, Mr. Fuji, Tammy Fitch, Harley Race, and Sir William. Oh, well, there you go. Yep. Um, let's see. Look here, where we are. It's one of the most improved next. I know we simply were burning through these, but we have some fun stuff coming up, so it's all good. yeah. Um, so I'll most, start. I'll start with most improved because you start with manager. Nope, you got it. These, oh, sorry, I cut you off there, but you can show it too. Sure, I'll, I'll take it away. You take it away. You show That's, it. Uh, big Daddy, cool. <laughs> and and what I loved about the PWI awards is WCW wrestlers holding their plaque, ECW wrestlers holding yeah, their plaque, but, indie wrestlers holding their plaque, WF wrestlers. Here's a picture. Yeah, because they're not coming on there at all. <laughs> I, I wonder if Hogan was pretty pumped to get the cover of that. That's all he cared about. Didn't care anything else. Uh, what's your runner-ups? Check out the amount of votes Diesel gets for most improved yeah. wrestler of the year. Okay. 23,004 votes. Uh, he, did, well, he, he did pretty good. He he won the the Triple Crown in, in one year. And the Rumble angle and all that stuff. Yeah. He definitely deserved yeah. it. Uh, first runner-up, Johnny B. Bad with 13,013 votes. And let me just tell you, Johnny B. Bad was a perennial winner for this award. It seemed like every year... He was either the winner or the runner-up. He was constantly how times, improving. How many times? How many, how many times he got to improve? I know, right? Um, and then uh, second runner-up is Sabu with ten thousand ninety-seven yep. votes. Third runner-up Owen Hart with eight thousand three hundred twenty-nine votes. Yeah. And then honorable mentions include Chris Candido, Shane Douglas, Tommy Dreamer, Doug Gilbert, Conan, Public Enemy, and Lord Stephen Riedel. So for me, it's also Ooh. Diesel. Yeah, he Which also makes sense. most most approved. Um, now let me ask you this: with, yeah, with the with, with the Observer Awards, what's the cutoff date? Does it say? I think it's like December because it, it comes out like February, so it comes out kind of later. Oh, because I know that sometimes like if something happened in late December, it would go in the next year's awards. <laughs> Although it rarely ever happens because nothing good ever happens in December. Exactly. Uh, Diesel got 795 votes. Shane Douglas at 2 is 655. Love Machine at 3 at 409. Atani at 4 at 362. Jimmy Bad's Improving, 286. Razor Ramon at 197. Latin Lover at 182. Conan Al Barbario. I don't know who that is. 160. Is uh, that, that, Conan? That, that's Conan. Yeah, he was also okay. one of mine. And Al Snow at 144. So we got that there. I gotta go find my next one. I know the I know it, but so the next one is gonna be before we go to our first segment break, match of the year. Okay. We have Razor Ramon against uh Shawn Michaels. I'm not I go Owen and Brett before that, to be honest. Well actually no, I would not, because one of my favorite matches of all time is that year. So again, I just seen it. So goes Razor and Sean at nine eighty four. Masahiro Misawa, Tatsuya Kawada, 6-3. That's the one, the really good one. Mm-hmm. I had 9.45, so real close. It was a real tight vote. Um, Sasaki against Benoit, April 16th. That's the big one I was talking about. 9.20. Yep. So that's a crazy three vote. 9.84, 9.45, and 9.28. So that was a real tight three vote. Yeah, it was. Um, Guerrero and Barr against Santo and Octaga, 7.98. Four, Terry Funk, Shane Douglas versus Sabu. Flair and Vader, which is another one of my favorite matches. And you're talking about cutoff dates? Yeah, December there you go. December 27th, 93, yeah. Yeah. Masahiro and Kuntakabashi versus Kawada and Talu, May 21st. Nasty Boys versus Cactus Jack and Max Payne. You remember that match? My I love that God, match. That match is 
awesome, but it's brutal. It um, is. My only com- my only complaint about that match mm. is for some reason with when it came to Nasty Boys matches, WCW loved to to shoot it like our podcast right now with one where they split the screen, show yeah. one guy brawling with one opponent and the other guy brawling, and then a lot of empty space on the screen. It just, well, we, got, we got stuff right back there. It's fun. I know, I know we do, but I'm saying like you're watching Spring Stampede and all of a sudden you're you're watching a match and it just becomes like really small at, while you're looking at the like, glasses and stuff. So this one here, they got um, Liger. This is interesting. I'm going to go over this real quick. Liger and Sasuke from April 16th in Tokyo. Jack and Sullivan against the Nasty Boys in Philly. Then uh, um, Kong against Tokyo. Uh, whatever, that's a couple of things. Monster Masawa against Williams. This is an interesting one. Right, uh, these are honorable mentions. Bretton Owen from WrestleMania got 72 votes. That's it. It's now, the last one. Did their SummerSlam match get any votes? Yeah, they got like 74. It's very so, odd that they got such low votes. Well, it's like what CM Punk said. I don't know if you saw his quote where, where he said... Uh, when he was growing up, he was a Sean guy, and when he goes back and watches it, he finds Brett's work ages better because athleticism is always going to be topped. Yeah, if, exactly. Like the people are just going to get more athletic, but you're not going to get like better at the the fundamentals uh, of wrestling. You can just be different. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. It was just it's a weird. It's very odd that that got such low votes. Yeah, um, I'm grabbing through. So for you, match of the year, <laughs> what would that be? That is oh, Shadow Razor. <laughs> what what, what pitches Sh- did you get? I got a uh, couple. couple of them, yeah. And I got the famous one, so let's bring it back up again. Um, big Mac. I mean, I don't know. I I don't mind it. I don't. I'm not blown away by it. It's not close. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make my top like twenty or thirty. Well, it doesn't. Ninety four was a great year. Yeah, I mean, you could go deep and like I, I love Austin Steamboat from that Clash Twenty Eight, and that didn't get a single vote. Yeah, so keep going. Sorry, I was just getting myself uh, ready for the next segment. So, match of the year is Michaels Ramon from Mania Ten with eighteen thousand eight hundred and eighty votes. First runner up is Nasty Boys against Cactus Jack and Max yeah, Payne yeah. with thirteen thousand five hundred and two votes. Um, next runner up. Is Hulk Hogan against Ric Flair from Bash at the Beach '94? Uh, yeah. Well, hey, Hogan Andre <laughs> got my match of the year, so true. Twelve thousand ninety-three yeah. votes, and then an unusual one: the third runner-up, yeah. Al- Alundra Blaze versus Bull Nakano with ten thousand three hundred and forty-one yeah, votes. Stuff. Was that in Japan or was that? No, that that was the SummerSlam '94 match. Um, okay. And some people would say that their match that they had on Raw was even better than the yeah. SummerSlam match, and. Honorable mentions include the uh, 94 Royal Rumble match. Yeah. Uh, Terry Funk versus Sabu from March 20. Uh, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Wait a second. Not to cut you off. They had a match mm-hmm. the same They had a show the same day as Mania? I'm an idiot. I read it wrong. February 28. Right. Uh, well, uh, because the, the, the Rumble was January 22nd. Okay. Uh, then... Another honorable mention is the Ric Flair Sting match from Clash, uh, mm-hmm. 27, I believe. And then Cactus Jack versus Sabu from June 24. Uh, July 2nd, Bret Hart versus uh, The Kid. August 24, Austin versus Steamboat. And October 23rd, the Halloween Havoc cage match between Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. 
Ooh, that's a bad. No, a bad. A bad. Very U.S. centric with yeah. the results. Um, so that's interesting. That's the first part of our uh, segment. Are you enjoying the episode? Well, cash app us. That's right. Dollar sign BTSTS. You don't have cash app? Download it and get $5. That's right. $5. That's dollar sign BTSTS. Dollar sign BTSTS. Hey, just a quick reminder, subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. Hey, use our Uber Eats code, eats-brian-t-24790-U-E. That's eat dash Brian T two four seven nine zero UE. Use that code and get twenty dollars off a twenty five dollar order. Okay, yeah. so let's get back into the award show as we're speaking. Uh, now we're gonna go to feud of the year. And it's your turn. Sure. So you can show me. Uh, I'll show my picture. Show yours. Whatever you want to do. Absolutely. Uh, my feud of the year features. My main Brent, man, Brent Hart, Brent Bruce's brother, uh, yeah, Brent. <laughs> Brett versus Owen. And I have this uh, picture right here. Nope, that's my view. There, I just gave that away. <laughs> Spoilers. There's, there's, there's mine. There's mine there from the cage match. Which remember that match when Brett almost like and I listen. I don't no way am I making any light of anyone passing away, but remember when Owen, Owen Brett saved Owen when Owen <laughs> we got caught in the cage and almost fell. Do you remember that? I don't remember it. No. When they were going to, it was early in the match, and and um, Owen was doing a spot thing where he was hanging from it, and his foot oh. slipped, and Brett grabbed him, real like nice. Brett grabbed him quick and got him back up. Right, it was pretty crazy. Uh, what was your runner-ups? Well, Brett Nolan wins it with seventeen thousand four votes. First runner-up is Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, with sixteen thousand eight hundred and ninety-eight votes. So it was close. Yeah. Uh, Second runner-up is Randy Savage versus Crush with 11,209 votes. That wasn't that bad. My, uh, my friend Dylan, he, uh, he made a good point. He said his, his most hated wrestler of all time is Crush, and his reason is that Crush always gets involved in stuff that he wants to see. He wanted to see Demolition Against the Road Warriors, and Crush is involved. Yeah. He wanted to see this cool new heel doink, and who's his first feud against Crush? He wanted to see Randy Savage in his last WrestleMania match, and who's it against Crush? He doesn't like him. Yeah, and then uh, my th- my third runner up is Sabu versus Terry Funk with eight thousand ninety eight votes, and honorable mentions include Tony Anthony versus Brian Lee, Steve Austin versus Brian Pillman, Bunkhouse Buck versus Dustin Rhodes, Diesel slash Shawn Michaels against Razor Ramon. Ric Flair against Big Van Vader, the Heavenly Bodies versus the Rock and Roll Express, Conan versus Jake Roberts, and Irwin R. Scheister versus Tatanka. I don't know uh, what kind of crazy person voted for that. I remember that a little bit. It's funny. They, they really like Mid-South. Well, not Mid-South, uh, Memphis. They, they, they like Memphis. They, they brought up Memphis. They always bring in the, them up. In the Observer? No, in PWI. There was no matches from Memphis, though. Yeah, Tony Anthony. Wasn't that Memphis? 
Smoky Mountain. Oh, okay. So my view of the year, it's, everyone might have seen it they were paying attention. I, that's the best picture I could get. I actually <laughs> another picture. It was brutal to find a picture of that. Gringo Lacos versus Mexican AAA. That's uh, Eddie and Art Bar against. Who was it again? Who was their, I don't know who they were. Uh, the Los Gringos Locos was Eddie Guerrero and Art Bar. And for a period of time, there was somebody else involved with them. And the, I believe that feud was just against the entire promotion. They were trying to like okay. NWO before NWO. So you had guys like El Hijo Del Santo, Octagon, Dr. Wagner Jr., everybody. I'll tell you something, man. And we're going to get to it in a second. They looked like, like, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying Eddie or Art Barber Grease Falls, but they, they, the persona that was done well, like very, very well. well. Yeah. Like yeah. really, really good. Uh, runner up is Brett Nowen at 738 votes. Oh, the, um, the winner got 961 votes. Uh, then we have Masawa and Company against Kawada and Company, 665, which produced some really good matches. Yeah. I don't know the dates. Flair and Hogan at 649. Conan against Perel. I got, I got, I got, how do you pronounce his last name? Perel Aguayo. Aguayo at 353. Uh, Itani at FMW, which we've all watched. Yeah. Mr. Pogo and Wing, 264. Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels at 262. Sabu and Funk. Sabu and Cactus Jack, and then Sab- Sandman and Tommy Dreamer, and then a bunch of all men. So I'm not gonna get into. Okay, so let's go to our next one, which would be for me, Babyface of the Year. Which after watching the um, the actual FMW one is Atani, which I completely get that now because Onita, Onita, yeah. Oh, sorry, Anita. I get that because, uh, well, yeah, he was super, super, super over. Yeah. Um, so well, just, never... the, just the, if, if I can just interject there, yeah. just the fact that he was able to fill arenas without TV. Oh, he didn't have TV. I didn't know that. They would just have like specials. They didn't have uh, like weekly TV. They would just have like, it would be like the equivalent of like Saturday Night's Main Event or Clash of the Champions. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pierre Aguao, I can't pronounce his name again. Two Bret Hart at three, Hogan at four, Taker at five, Takata at six, Sting at seven, Santo at not eight, Razor Ramon at nine, which I don't know about that. Masahiro Masawa at ten, which he should have been a lot higher than ten. Like, come on, it's Masawa. And then uh, Arbor mentions Ric Flair and then Kenta Kabashi. The way I look at it, stuff like that, is that let's say you're a Japanese wrestling fan. Mm. You're probably going to vote for Anita for that one. And maybe like a Liger or something like that. And then all of a sudden you get the Masawa votes. But I mean, it just split amongst a few guys. Whereas with the U.S., you get a whole bunch of different people voting for different guys. So your most popular wrestler of the year is... Sting. Sting. There he is. Looks like a creepy porn star. Yeah, he he won. He wins with nineteen thousand forty-eight votes. And let me just go back to some of our previous winners, and let's discuss who we think was a better winner, either Observer or PWI, and and who we would pick for the previous ones. You have to tell me the years. I don't know. No, I, no. I mean, I mean, like for example, the rookie of the year. We talked about Mikey Whipper was probably the best bet. Yeah, but we didn't discuss. Who do you think should have won most improved? Do you think it was Diesel? Oh, definitely Diesel. Yeah, definitely yep. Diesel. Yeah. And they were both Diesel. So what about manager of the year? 
Cornette or Jimmy Hart? Who do you think is a better manager in 94? Cornette. I'd go even dangerously over either one of them. Well, in ECW, though, dangerously. Yeah, Cornette. Yeah. Hearts, hearts sucked. Big time. Feud of the year? Uh, what do you think? i go Brett and Owen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I because it, it took up such a big chunk of time. I mean, you think about it, it's from Royal Rumble to Survivor Series. And it dragged on until 97, really, when you think about it. It still was there. Um, I didn't see enough Japanese stuff to really get what the feuds were. I've seen all the matches, yeah. but I don't, I don't, I can't really guess what the feuds were. How about most popular or babyface? Actually, I will give Atania's credit. Anita. Anita. Anita, sorry. Yeah. Anita's credit. After watching that, I, I kind of get that. Yeah. Um, match of the year? I'm going to go Basawa Kawada. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I really like that Austin Steamboat match. Um, but most popular wrestler, Sting. First runner up, Brett Hitman Hart. Second runner up, The Undertaker with 11,503 votes. Third runner up, The Immortal Hulk Hogan with 11,479 votes. And honorable mentions include Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony, Cactus Jack, Doink the Clown. Oh, the what- God. The Kid, Your Boy, Jerry Lawler, Lex Luger, and Razor Ramon. Doink in 94? No, Doink was awful. Doink went from being being a great heel to being garbage with the second he turned babyface, it was over. I disagree. I think Matt Bourne was fine. As soon as it became Ray Apollo, it was just goofy as hell. Like, Matt Bourne as a Doink that had issues with Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna – would be fine because it was the same guy, but as soon as it, you knew that it wasn't the same doink anymore. Like right away, just looked different, acted different, rustled worse. Yeah. So the next one is tag team of the year, which you get to go first. So you go ahead and show your uh, picture, and I'll show the one up there. Sure, I've got the the nasty boys and all their glory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here they are. Here. <laughs> um. Yeah, I no. They're not the tight team of the year at all. Really? No, not even close. Who would you give it to? Smoking Guns? I'd give it to Masawa Kabashi. <sighs> I guess, but I mean, you think about it, their big match happened the next year, 95. It's still some good stuff. I, I might cheat it because I look down at my stuff. Actually, yeah. you know what? Well, I anyway, keep going. Go ahead and tell us who your runner ups are and who much you voted for. Uh, NASA Boys win with 18,904 votes. First runner up are the Head Shrinkers. With 14,069 votes. Second runner up, Public Enemy, with 12,012 votes. Third runner up, The Rock and Roll Express, with 9,047 votes. And honorable mentions include Stars and Stripes, Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan, Chris Candido and Brian Lee, The Heavenly Bodies, Pretty Wonderful, PG 13, The Quebecers, and George South and Italian Stallion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You know they weren't paying attention to the states. Or they, were st- they were they were stuffing that ballot box that they yeah. were doing in North, North Kashalaki. They're all hanging out. Just keep voting for us, guys. Get us in the magazine. <laughs> yeah. Our guys. This is kind of a cool picture. Love Machine and Eddie Guerrero. It was the best tag team of the year. Um, Masahiro Masawa. They won by twenty five hundred votes. Masahiro Masawa and Kabashi got nine twenty six. So let's talk about a team who got a ton of votes. Yeah. Um, Public Enemy at three, Heavenly Bodies, Rock and Roll Express, Shawn Michaels and Diesel, Tawa and Kawada, 
Rick and Scott Steiner, Hellraisers, Honorable Mentions, uh, Crawford and Furnace, Toyota and Yakamama, Muda and Hase, Santo and Octagon, Headhunters, and the Nasty Boys. So the Nasty Boys were last in the Observer. Wow. Yeah, that's like that's a big uh, difference there. Like, you know, be, but between their match against Cactus and Max at Super Brawl, the rematch with them at Spring Stampede, and then the match with Cactus and Sullivan, they have a solid case for. I mean, that's probably their best year. Oh, ninety-five. Yeah. They were awful as baby faces. So when you're ready, we can uh, go best heels on the first one to go. So. All right, so for my best heel, we're going to bring up Mr. Art Bar. And Art Bar looks like a really good heel. Um, he died pretty quickly after, did he not, Andrew? Yeah, it was like three days after when Worlds collided, or maybe even the next day. I think it was the next day. Uh, wow. They, they went, went up to the hotel to find him, and he was dead. I thought he died at home in Portland. I could have sworn maybe, he died Maybe home. he did. Maybe he did. Because I thought I'm he getting died it all home. confused. That so many people die, but I thought his kid was there with him or something like that. I could have sworn I heard, but um, yeah, he got heel of the year, which is really like I said he was he got huge votes. These are the votes: twenty five hundred ninety eight to Ric Flair at number two at six hundred and twenty six. Yeah, it's so a like, big gap. Let me ask you something because I didn't really watch much of Art Bar. If Art Bar would have uh, lived, what do you think would have happened to him? With him? Oh, huge star! Uh, it's kind of like how. He was the Gino Hernandez of the 90s uh, as far as being able to just elicit crowd hatred. Like, they yeah. disliked him. Like, I used to love watching uh, some AAA stuff because he would, like, swim in the in the aisleway, like, mocking yeah. the, the the Mexicans trying to get into the States. And to, the, to, to, <laughs> to this day, he had the best frog splash I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to check some of the I've seen it, but I have to watch some more Ooh. of it. Go ahead. Yeah, um, like like Eddie in like '97 when he was like super greaseball heel. Yeah, yeah. was Art Bar. Like, nice. I'm surprised. Surprised he he went babyface for as long as he did after that because he was such a good heel with Art. But he was he was certainly second banana to, yeah. to Art Bar. Um, number two, Ric Flair. Number three, Rick. I almost called Rick Vader. <laughs> it's been a long day, uh, Vader. Number four, yep. Shane Douglas. Number five, Mr. Bob Backlund. Uh, number six, Conan. Number seven, Shawn Michaels. Number eight, Mr. Pogo. Number nine, the greatest heel of all time, who I hate is with a passion, Jerry Lawler. I was going to say <laughs> something like that. Owen Hart at number 10, and, and Masa Chono as an honorable mention. So for you, let's see who your heel of the year is. My heel the of the year, Mr. Bob greatest. One of the greatest wrestlers to ever step on earth. Um, and to this day, it. my favorite heel turn of all time. And I'll tell you something about that heel turn. Like, was we get into that? I was watching wrestling then with a close friend of mine. And uh, we were into that, man. Like, that yeah, was a great match. And I'll tell you, I mean, Bobby played a great, he played an awesome heel. But man, when they, when they, when they fed him the diesel, that was it. It was all over. It was all over, they, man. They should have did that at Royal Rumble. Yeah, they fed him to him too quick and just killed everything he had. So if, you, if you think about it, there is. you have you have Diesel winning the title at a house show where only the people that are in attendance can see it until well, superstars. It's MSG. I mean, St- still, it's not the seventies anymore. You need yeah. to do this, you need, and you need to like build anticipation. 
Yeah. And then who do you feed them? Very first match, Brett. You're not. You're going to split the crowd. You're not going to get people cheering them. And then you give them Sean, who's like half the size. Yeah. It's just a visual. And then then Sid. It's yeah. well that that's for another topic altogether. Um, so, Bob Backlund wins yeah. it with twenty thousand nine hundred and eight votes. Uh, first runner-up is Owen Hart with 14,201 votes. Second runner-up, Big Van Vader with 13,569 votes. Third runner-up, Jerry Lawler with 10,512 votes. And honorable mentions include Arn Anderson, Steve Austin, Bunkhouse Buck, Diesel, Ric Flair, The Gangsters, Shawn Michaels, Jim Neidhart, Lord Steven Regal, and Tatanka. Uh, let me ask something about The Gangsters. How were they not the biggest thing they did with Best Heel on both <laughs> Because that's uh, the, anyone wants some promos of Smoky Mountain. Well, that, there's why it didn't Smoky Mountain. Oh my god, the promo, and I'd love to find it, but we'll get hit for copyright. The Ooh. promo when OJ did that. Yeah. Do you want to say what he do? You want to say what New Jack said? <laughs> that's one down, or, or sorry, that's two to two down. Thanks for doing the work, OJ. There's yeah. OJ. Like, my god, oh, that's ins- that is absolutely insane. Love it, love it. I love it. Too. Uh, so, wrestler of the year. So he's a mean man. The brother. All our <laughs> brothers. This is, this is everyone's brother right here. Who is it? Mr. Hulk. Hogan. The Hulkster. Hogan, brother. Right and Hulkster. Right here. There he is with yeah. all his adoring fans. Look at the blonde girl in the corner. I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? See, look at the corner. Yeah, I the right see hand side. Like, yeah. I don't want to be here. He touched me earlier. Um, this one... Really made me feel like WCW paid PWI to do this because you think about it, he has his first match in August or sorry, July. Yeah. So, and then he has a match at Clash, a match at Havoc, and then a match at Starcade that doesn't even happen when this magazine came out. So he had three matches and he wins Wrestle of the Year. And all those matches were against Flair. Yeah. Garbage. Uh, what was your runner ups? Runner up uh, is Bret Hart with 16,341 votes. Second runner-up is Razor Ramon with 14,000 votes. Oh, gross, votes. gross, gross, <laughs> You're not a Scott Hall fan, are you? Not at all. Not at all. He's very mid. Yeah. No. Like, never. Only liked him a bit when he came in. He was better. Ooh. But, yeah, no. Never a fan. Yeah. And then third runner-up is Ric Flair with 13,912 votes. Honorable mentions include Tony Anthony. Who would have thunk? Two years later, it would be T.L. Hopper. Yeah. Um. Steve Austin, Alundra Blaze, Diesel, Lex Luger, Sabu, Rick Steamboat, and Sting. Sabu being that far down is pretty crazy. Same with Sting. I find that pretty wild that he's so far down. Um, so for my wrestling well, year, go ahead. 94, 94 is kind of an off year for Sting. He becomes like Hulk Hogan's sidekick as soon as Hogan yeah. comes in there. So we have, I'm going to get you to guess who the rest of the year is. Is it Kawada? It is Kawada. Yes, it is Kawada. I find I'll get to Masawa in a second. I find Masawa doesn't get a lot of love this year in '94. That's weird. Well, I think it was because he's a champ. Yeah. And people are always going to root for either Kabashi or Kawada to beat him. Well, Kawada was a heel. Well, not to Americans. Americans just like whoever's yeah, putting on good matches. Yeah. So we had Kawada at 960 votes. We have Sabu at 923. So you know how they love Sabu in 94. 
Ric Flair at 616, Kabashi at 488, Steve Williams at 442, Great Sasuke at 424, Shawn Michaels at 354, Masahiro Masawa, Bret Hart, which gets very low amount of votes, which is weird. Yeah. Terry, Terry Funk, honorable mentions, Takata, Conan, Love Machine, Vader, Shane Douglas, Juson Liger, Hakoto, and Aguayo. I, can't, I keep pronouncing his name wrong, but anyway. That is the basic awards for that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Kawada, it's hard in Japan because I don't, I can't distinguish date to date. I know they're amazing matches, but I just, I know the June 3rd one. Yes, I'm killing a fly. I know the June 3rd one is my favorite one with Masawa Kawada. Kawada. Bye. Hey, I just want to take a moment to tell you about Athletic Brewing Company. This might sound strange to some people. But ABC makes non-alcoholic brews. That's right. I like to taste the beer with my food, but not the alcohol. If you go to tiny.one slash stspod2022, that's tiny.one slash stspod2022, and try a six-pack, use that link. If you buy a six-pack, you get one for free. Athletic Brewing Company. Shooting the Shiznit is exclusively sponsored this month by SpunkLube.com. SpunkLube is an award-winning personal lubricant that's fun. SpunkLube is available in four varieties, hybrid, pure silicone, natural, and pink. The newest addition to the SpunkLube family is SpunkLube Pink. The pink formula is colorful and fun to use. It's a special hybrid formula that's non-sticky and non-staining. All of their products are shipped in discreet packaging from D Enterprises. Please go to spunklube.com and order a unique, fun-to-use personal lubricant. Jackson, Tennessee, Memphis Wrestling is back. And you can watch it every Saturday night at 11 p.m. on CBS starting March 5th. This ain't your grandpa's Memphis Wrestling. Um, so let's go through some secondary awards that you have in front of you, and I'm going to get mine ready, too. Sure. I believe this is the very first year they, they introduced a new category which is comeback wrestler of the year, Mr. Hulk Hogan. So as a young fan who was never a Hulkamaniac, I, I really felt like it really felt like what are they doing? Like is are, are they trying to sell Hulk Hogan on me? Because I thought for sure Brad had it in the bag, kayfabe wise for being wrestler of the year. And to have this one award that was just introduced, it seemed like it was Introduced just so they can give an award to Hogan, so we can have multiple awards on the yeah. on the cover. Um, so Hogan wins comeback of the year with twelve thousand four hundred eighty nine votes. Runners up include Bob Backlund, ten thousand and four votes. Uh, the Undertaker with seven thousand eight hundred and ninety votes. Alundra Blaze with seven thousand five hundred and thirty six votes. And interesting honorable mentions, Scott. They include. Diesel, Ken Patera. What was and, he doing in 90? Wait a second. What was he doing in 94? Was he even doing it in 94? I got to look this up. Keep going because I got to figure out what I, Ken Patera. 
Check out his cage match. He must have been doing some like indies around Minnesota or something. I don't know. Um, and then uh, the next uh, not, uh, runner up was Larry Zabisco. But the Tempatero one really threw me for a loop. I, I read this for the first time. I was like, really? Tempatero? I don't 94? even know. I don't even know. I can't find anything on him from 94. Yeah. Were they, were they just throwing names out there? Just like the pick a name. So let's say Tempatero. No one's going to ask. Guys will be doing podcasts 30 years later asking about it. So whatever. 94 and like in the not so much 95 but 94 93 not even so much 92 but i remember getting like pwis monthly like yeah. before before then i would get them but i would also get rustler and inside wrestling mm-hmm. and but then i just like pwis is my main one i'm gonna get i'm also gonna get wrestling's main event every time i see that i didn't care about WF magazine i would get it if i if that's the only thing the store had but i don't remember Anything about Ken Patera? I'm looking in, again. In, I gotta in '94. I gotta figure this out. Uh, so I have him here. I'm just looking for his Wikipedia. '88. Yeah. He's WWE. Goes to AWA in '89. He leaves in '90. He's in yeah. UWF in '90. Went to yeah. Like I don't. He wrestled preliminary cards in the '90s. Like I don't know. I have no idea. Like yeah. I don't have a clue why he's in that list. Well, um, it looks like we have a new. Um, holy grail to find. Yeah, I don't care to see Kevin Patera in 1994. <laughs> I, didn't care, I didn't care for Patera in 1988, 89, 90. I yeah. love Patera in 80 and stuff, but not in 94. I don't want to, that would be yeah. awful. That and would be did, really bad. Did he wrestle in that company? What was the name of that company? It was like in syndicate. AW, AWF with uh, Sergeant Slaughter and Tito Santana, Bob Orton, and all them. I'm going to find out if he was there. Hold on. I don't think so. Because I, I, I have, um, a DVD set of the first season. I haven't seen, I haven't, well, I started to a couple of times and it's like, it's so tough because the crowd is like a, an infomercial crowd where they're not authentically cheering. It's just, it just seems so fake. Um, Roster maybe, you know, is that the one where they do the, uh, the really horrible angle with Coco and Jim Neidhart? I don't think so. I think that is like an independent out of like Vegas. You know what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. This is Virgil. It was Virgil. Like, my God, what were you thinking? Anything for money. I don't know where the hell it's at. I'm not going to spend the whole podcast trying to find it. So whatever. Let's go to the next award. Also, I have Inspirational Wrestler of the Year, which is Brett, oh, Brett. Van Hart. Fuck him. Fuck him. Brett, Brett Hart. Inspirational. What was so inspirational about it? He won the world title. Who cares? I'll read to you. No. a little write-up. You don't need to read. I'll, I'll just read you. I'll read you the first paragraph. Okay. Samuel Clemens's "A Tale of Two Cities" opens with the line, "It was the best of times. It was the worst of times." Bret Hart's 1994 could be summed up in this manner. Hart recaptured the WF World Championship at WrestleMania 10, but went through an emotionally draining feud with his own brother Owen. Yeah. Uh, first runner up. Actually, Bret Hart wins it with 19,498 votes. Mm. Second runner up. Terry, or sorry, first runner-up Terry Funk has nineteen thousand one hundred and twenty-two votes. So Brett just wins it by three hundred votes. Yep. Um, next runner-up, the Guardian Angel with twelve thousand nine hundred and four votes. And I just, uh, I just read, the, I just read the Boss Man's obituary last thing for the hell. It was on the Observer oh, really? of the uh, blast of the past one. But keep going. How did he die again? Heart attack. Yeah. Um, they, all, they all die from heart attacks. <laughs> Next runner-up is your man, 
Dave Sullivan with 11,456 votes. He inspired me, he inspired me to change the channel many a time. Um, <laughs> the honorable mentions include Ric Flair, Paul Cogan, Roddy Piper, Razor Ramon, Dustin Rhodes, George South, who I am convinced had a letter writing campaign in his yeah, town. Definitely. Uh, Rick Steamboat, Undertaker, and Mikey Whipper. Okay, I'm going to jump into a couple on my end, too. Most sure. don't mind that. So I'm going to go with the most unimproved. Uh, Hulk, <laughs> Hulk Hogan wins that with uh, a lot of votes. Well, Lex I mean, to, to be fair, his 93 was no great shapes either. Yeah. Uh, Lex Luger at two. Jim Duggan at three. Masatono at four. Sting at five. Ooh. Guardian Angel at six. Road Warrior Hawk. My main man, Dave Sullivan. Your main man, Jerry <laughs> Law. At, seven, at eight, Jerry Law is at nine. The greatest of all time, The Butcher, at uh, yeah. 10. Honorable mentions. Listen to this. This is most unapproved. Ric Flair, Bret Hart. Wow. What? Honky, yeah, Bret Hart. Honky Tonk Man. But Honky, Bret, I get. Bret, Bret doesn't, doesn't deserve to be on that. How's Bret, like, behind, like, ahead of Honky Tonk? This is funny. How, how are they saying that Bret's 94 was worse than his 93? Um... Davy Boy Smith, King Kong Bunny, Jake Roberts, Undertaker, uh, Ricky Chosu, Sid Vicious, Bull Nakana, and Jim Neidhart is what should be a lot higher up. Um, yeah. I'll do another one. Number most obnoxious. Mm. Number one, Hulk Hogan. Number two, Eric Bischoff. Three, Vince McMahon. Four, Gene Oakland. Five, Herb Abrams. <laughs> Herb Abrams eh? in '94. I guess Blackjack Brawl did happen in '94. Yeah, crazy bastard. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon, Todd Pettengill, Jimmy Hart, Jim Cornette, Shane Douglas. Um, you know, Scotty, if I can just stop listen, there. Listen, no, I, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just want to mention the honorable mentions. Dennis Kaluza, Kul what's that, how that pronounce his name? Corluza. Corluza. No, last one, Bret Hart. Yeah, they really don't like Bret, eh? Um, but uh, the Observer... Not liking Gorilla Monsoon never made any sense to me because Gorilla rules. Not, not 94. So, not 94. No, not 94. But I mean, you look back to the 80s, he was getting worst uh, commentator oh, yeah. consistently. They, and, and Vince they, was always worse than Gorilla. They didn't like that WF. They didn't like it. That's probably. But if you're, if you're going to do that, like if you're going to like say, oh, WF sucks, Vince is right there. And Vince is always worse than Gorilla. Yeah, definitely. So what's your next uh, list? I did a couple. Let's do yours now. I have the Editor's Award. Uh, was given to Captain Lou Albano. Oh, and yeah, uh, a neat thing that they did this year was um, they had 1995 should be their year. And there's, okay. five, there's five wrestlers down there that they predict will have breakout 1995s. Now, I'd like to see your guesses for who's on there. Steve Austin. Mm -hmm. Brian Pillman. No. Trying to think who's like a mid-card guy. Because it's always like upper mid-card. Hold on. Jean-Pierre. Triple H. No. No. I don't know. Go ahead and tell me. So they've got Steve Austin. Johnny B. Bad. Chris Candido, Tataka, and Sabu. Oh, well, Sabu already had a big year in 94. Yeah, um, and there's also an in-memoriam 
uh, wrestlers okay. who who passed away in, in 94. We've got Paul Anderson. I have no idea who that is. No. Mark Bodie. Again, never heard that name. Mohammed the Butcher. I'm assuming that was an Abdullah ripoff. Uh, Ray Candy, also known as Cream Mohammed. Yeah, George George Crybaby Cannon, uh, big fat manager. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Eddie Creechman, who was Abdullah's manager in uh, Montreal. Uh, Ronnie Etchison, never heard of him. Uh, Boris Malenko. Yeah. Uh, Joey Morella and Frank slash, or sorry, quotes Sam Menneker. I've heard that name. Never heard it. Sam Menneker, but I didn't know where it was. So, so I got a couple more here. Best on interviews. Ric Flair, at number one. What happened? Did you have a, someone get shot back there? I heard a big you, noise. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Um, oh, something happened again. Something happened again. Shane Douglas, at two. Jim Cornette. Paulie Dangerously. Cactus Jack. Shawn Michaels. If I, if I could just stop right there. Yeah. Shane Douglas interviews suck. Oh, they're garbage. But, but they liked I, them back then. I, I've been rewatching ECW and, or not rewatching, but watching for the first time like the TV. And yeah. here, here's a Shane Douglas promo. Yeah. Shane, ha ha, Douglas, ha ha, <laughs> Dick Flair, ha ha. And it's like I don't like when guys laugh at their own stuff. It's lame and it's stupid. And that was his whole shtick. And Shawn Michaels promos in '94 were garbage too. They and don't, and, and don't forget, Shane would say fucking shit because he's loud. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Man. He was garbage. <laughs> Um, Jerry Lawler, Bob Backlund, Jake Roberts, Public Enemy, uh, most charismatic. Ato- Anita, sorry, I almost called Matani for a fifth time. Yeah. Ric Flair, Agawo, Agawo, Jesus Christ, Hulk Hogan, Sting, The Undertaker, Conan, Takata, Shawn Michaels, Love Machine. They gave your boy Brett some love. Bret Hart, our mention Diesel. Mm-hmm. So, and then we'll do one more, and we'll go back to you. Best technical wrestler. I want you to guess who that is in 1994. Is it Kabashi? Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah. Kabashi is number two. Juice and Liger is three. Hase is number four. Toyota is number five. Bret Hart, number six. Your main man, Steven Regal, at seven. Takata, eight. Kawada at nine, Shawn Michaels at ten. Honorable mentions: Masahiro Masawa, Wayne Shamrock. <laughs> Let's, listen to this one: Hoist Gracie. Oh wow! Like, how's he even? He's not a wrestler. When did uh, that? When did the first UFC happen? Was it 95 nine, or 94? 90, 93. November 93. 93. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Casas, Ric Flair, Dean Malenko, Blue Panther, and S- Minro Sasaki. Well, that's the guy from, uh, isn't that the guy that was wrestling Dean? Or wrestling, uh, who's the guy that wrestled um, Mox, Moxley on uh, Dynamite? Oh, uh, that was Minoru Suzuki. That's who's in there. Yeah, that's who's yeah. the best technical. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you go ahead with yours. Uh, so I've got some unofficial official awards for 1994. Uh, all I want for Christmas is my ear back, Cactus Jack. <laughs> All trick, no treat. Brutus Beefcake shows his true colors by stabbing Hulk Hogan in the back. And Son Howard. of a bitch. Still pissed about that to this day. Uh, been cited more often than Elvis, the NWA. Best accent, Razor Ramon. 
Uh, Bag of Hot Air, the WF's newfound new generation hype. That's fun. Uh, yeah. uh, midget of the Year, Dink. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Grumpy Old Men, Colonel Robert Parker's stud stable. Uh, Fluke of the Decade, Owen Hart defeats Bret Hart at WrestleMania 10. Uh, Call the Fashion Police, quick. Captain Lou Albano wearing sarongs to the ring. Um, then we've got Sexiest Babe in Wrestling. Tammy Fitch, uh, how things would change. Uh, worst referee ever, Mr. T. And thank God they didn't say Joy Morrell. That'd be really horrible. That'd be really awful. <laughs> and uh, you go for some awards, and then I got some predictions for you. And I love so the, the predictions. I got Bruiser Brody Memorial Award goes to Cactus Jack, like it always yeah, did. Obviously, uh, yeah. Sabu at two, Terry Funk at three, Vader at four, Shane Hansen at five, Public Enemy at six, Anita at seven, and Aja Kong at eight. Best Flying Wrestler, Great Sasuke at one. Ray Mysterio Jr. at two, which is really close. They were very close to votes. Mm-hmm. Sabu at three. Juice and Liger at four. Toyota at five. Too Cool Scorpio at six. Chris Benoit at seven. And The Kid, a.k.a. <laughs> one, two, three, Kid. At no, but nobody wanted to call him that name because they're so stupid. And the last one, most overrated. I want you to guess who won that. Hogan? Damn Skippy. <laughs> Hogan, Hogan won it. Jim Duggan was a close second, not really by like almost a thousand votes. It was a lot less. Lex can you Luger. imagine? To, just stop there for a second. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine being like a wrestling promoter or booker? This is your. This is what you get paid to do. And seeing Steve Austin when he still had two functioning knees and saying, "Yeah, we got to have Duggan go over him in sixteen seconds." That. Um, that's, that's what Hogan. we gotta do. That's a lot of Hogan right there. That's a lot that, of Hogan. That's Bischoff trying to please Hogan. Yeah. Um, was it the Butcher? Was at four. Diesel at five. Bret Hart at six. Bret Hart and the overrated. Let's let's see what else we got here. Sting at seven. Kara's uh, at eight. Masahiro Chono at nine. David Sullivan. So they're saying that Bret Hart's more overrated than Dave Sullivan. You know, I'm convinced. What it is is. They're not actually talking about like their their ring work. They're talking about their push, and I still think Brett deserves to be pushed more than Dave Sullivan. But what do I know? Yeah, exactly. And honorable mention: Undertaker and Bobby Backlund. Mm. All right, so let's go to your predictions. Got some 1995 predictions. Let's see uh, how good these people were with predicting. Uh, this was Eric Thornton from Kent, Washington. Razor Ramon will lose the WF Intercontinental title to Jeff Jarrett in a controversial Royal Rumble match. And I think that happened. I think it did happen. Let's go take a look. I'm going to go take a look at the results because I don't have a goddamn clue. I I get confused sometimes with um, the previous year with Erwin R. Scheister, where Razor retained after like some shenanigans where like they stopped the match and restarted it. Did they do the same thing with Jarrett, or did they give him the title? Take a look here. Results. Jeff Jarrett defeated Razor Ramon. Let's take a look at what the um, finish was here real quick. We're going to go up, and we're going to look. I'm old. Four escaped. No, Jarrett collapsed after being in the figure four. Or sorry, Razor was in the figure four, went up for the Razor's edge, collapsed, Jarrett pinned him. Well, still, I mean, that's a pretty good prediction. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Uh, although, 
it goes downhill from there. Uh, the kid will win the title from Jared at WrestleMania 11. Uh, the Bushwhackers will win the WF World Tag Team title and <laughs> and lose it to Rick and Scott Steiner. And P.S. P.S. Before I go any further, I do yeah. love the Bushwhackers. I'm a big fan, and I've told the story before how great guys they are. Did I tell the story about when I was yeah, yeah. Shows? yeah, yeah. They're yeah. awesome guys, but they're not winning the tag titles in '95. Not 1995. No, it's not happening. It's Can you imagine? That would be like the ultimate sign of, hey, we don't care about this division at all anymore. Yeah, this, exactly. This is the free-for-all division. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, uh, oh, Ted DiBiase's corporation will crumble. It, not yet. It, it almost, like, oh, 96, yeah. it's done. Yeah, true, true. Um, That's kind of an easy prediction. Because, I mean, <laughs> how long is it going to go for? It's a pretty easy prediction. Well, at so 95, good. I mean, it's the main event. Main event in uh, Mania with Bam Bam, and then by like Survivor Series, he's got just Sid and the kid, I think. Yep. Um, Alundra Blaze will continue to hold the WF World Women's title and will begin to complain about a lack of competition. She will then sign to wrestle Harvey Whippleman at WrestleMania and beat him in less than five minutes. Yeah. So he was on the right track with Alundra, and she would also lose the title to Harvey Whippleman's Bertha Faye. Yeah, true. Um, Steve Austin and Dustin Rhodes will trade the U.S. title several times in an ongoing feud. Uh, the Road Warriors will return to WCW to feud with Pretty Wonderful and will win the tag team titles uh, at, at, at a Clash of the Champions card. Uh, Brian Pillman will be mysteriously attacked by a high-flying masked man who will be managed by Kevin Sullivan. The wrestler will unmask and reveal himself to be Sabu. No, possible they could have done it if they could have signed him. Yep. Then we have Richard Evans from Gulfport, Mississippi. Yokozuna will become a fan favorite as well as will Diesel. Yeah. Uh, But he came on 96, not 95. 96. And uh, Diesel was by late 94, so I don't know when this guy sent in his predictions. Yeah. Uh, Sabu will join the WWF. He did have a dark match, but that doesn't count. Um, Rick and Scott Steiner and the Road Warriors will re-enter WCW. He's off by a couple of years. Well, one year. Um, Rick Steamboat will retire. Uh, Sting will leave WCW for either the WF or film career. Uh, The USWA heavyweight title will change hands 156 times. (laughs) Probably did. It probably did. It changed like every other week. Every night? Um, Ridiculous. Hulk Hogan will film a movie for Turner Home Entertainment. Did he? I think, I think he did. Like, he was Let's doing see. that Three Ninjas on High Mountain. I don't even want to look at Hulk Hogan's. I don't even want to look at Hulk Hogan's movies. I'm not even going to look it up. I don't. Care. I can just, I can just imagine. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. Lord Stephen Regal will become a respected international star. You wish. Uh, <laughs> ECW will become the third most influential wrestling promotion in the U.S. Yeah, I'd say that's point. right. <clears throat> and unable to secure a title shot against Hulk Hogan, Big Van Vader will return to Japan. Um, that kind of happened in a way. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll but... do I'll do one more. Um, let's, let's do uh, this last one here. Um, scientists will try to harness the centrifugal friction energy caused by Vince McMahon Senior spinning in his grave. Uh, 
Johnny B. Bad will board a New York subway in full costume and will never be heard from again. Uh, the, the promotional blunder of the year will have Adam Bomb headlining charts in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <laughs> Uh, at Halloween Havoc 95, The Undertaker will make his WWE debut and will be attacked by Big Man Vader. He will then set up after Vader powerbombs him. Uh, the kid will become a regular on Sesame Street and get beaten up <laughs> daily by Grover. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page, managed by Tanya Harding, will win the King of the Ring. They will crown themselves the King of Diamonds and the Queen of Clubs. Mikey Whiprick will go undefeated this year, but not necessarily unbeaten. Legends honored at this year's Slamboree will take turns slapping the crap out of Tony Schiavone during the event. Uh, feud will be born when Lex Luger blames the last six years of his career on the voodoo of Papa Shango. <laughs> uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 will devote a weekend marathon to Hulk Hogan movies. By mid-1995, every federation on the planet will have at least two Undertakers and six Doinks. <laughs> Jesus. The Sheik and Eddie Gilbert will attribute their obsession with fire to Beavis and Butthead. I'll get to mine here. Most underrated. I didn't go to that yet. Right? The most no. underrated is Brian Pillman at uh, 694. Then we have Chris Benoit, Al Snow, The Kid, Atani, Bobby Eaton, Terry Taylor, Brian Armstrong, Steven Regal, Tasmaniac, and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, best promotion, AAA, which I'm going to go back and watch some of this AAA from 94 because I got a feeling it's really good. I've never yeah. been a big fan. Um, Number two, All Japan Pro Wrestling. Number three, Extreme Championship Wrestling. Number four, New, New Japan. Number five, All Japan Women's Wrestling. Number six, Smoky Mountain. Number seven, World Wrestling Federation. And number eight, EWFI. Best Wrestling Show. Guess what that was? Was it ECW Hardcore TV? Yeah. Well, ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling, same thing. Triple uh, A was two. All Japan, three. New Japan, four. Rob is five, Smoky Mountain six, Saturday Night seven, USWA Championship to Wrestling eight, and Superstars was nine. <laughs> Did you say Raw? I didn't hear you say Raw. Raw was five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you enjoying the episode? Well, Cash App us. That's right. Dollar sign BTSTS. You don't have Cash App? Download it and get $5. That's right. $5. That's dollar sign B-T-S-T-S, dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Hey, just a quick reminder, subscriber of $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. Our Uber Eats code Eats Dash Brian T two four seven nine O U E. That's Eat Dash Brian T two four seven nine zero U E. Use that code and get twenty dollars off a twenty five dollar order. So I'm gonna float through here. Best television announcer, Joey Styles. Yeah, Jim Ross at two. Your boy Vinny Mac at three. Chris Cruz, Lance Russell. Wait a second, Scott. Let me tell you this. Yeah. At no point was Vince McMahon or Chris Cruz better than Tony Schiavone at 
calling wrestling matches. By these these guys saying as they are. Uh, Lance Russell, Tony Savani, Bob Keitel, Gordon Soley, Sam Rosen. Worst That's crazy. Time. Gordon Soley in 1994? He was half half in the bag. The, the lack of respect for Tony Schiavone is crazy to me because, okay, I get it if you're a Jim Ross guy. I, I would never like say that's crazy that Jim Ross got votes over Tony Schiavone. The fact that Tony Schiavone didn't get any votes and Vince Mann did in 1994, one, two, he's got them. This what a maneuver. This is, this is funny. Listen to this one. Worst announcer, Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. Eric Bischoff at two. Randy Savage at three. Your boy, Tony Schiavone at four. That's Corey, Corey Macklin at five. Corey Macklin at five. Yeah. Vince McMahon at six. Gene Oakland at seven. Stan Lane at eight. Number yeah. nine. Number nine. Ready for this? This guy didn't get vote number one. Art Donovan. Why? Well, he only did one show. Todd Pettengill. Arbor Minster. Brian Webster. Herb Abrams. Willie Watts. Doyle King. And Oli M. What is with the Tony Schiavone hate? I don't get it. I, I don't get the Tony Schiavone hate, and I'm not just saying this I'm a Brett guy, but some of the runners-up that Brett got didn't make any sense in 94. Yeah. Like, I, I could see it maybe if it's like 95 when he's like feuding with Hikushi and Jean-Pierre Lafitte. He won the title at Mania, and he had great matches with Owen, and they're like, eh, overrated. So do you have more singles? I have some more, but I'll, I'll let you go next if you have more. No, I'm, I'm good. Okay, so I'm going to go through mine. Best wrestling card, uh, Super J-Cup. Um, April 17th. Was World, when Worlds Collide, November 16th. All Japan Women Egg, Big Egg Wrestling Universe, November 20th. Spring Stampede, April 17th. WrestleMania 20. Starcade 93. Ten. Sorry, 10. What? Starcade 93 wasn't that great, but the Flare and Vader Mass was good. Uh, Smoky Mountain Night of Legends. Triple A, Triple Mania 2. Halloween Havoc at 9. 94? Yeah, it's, it's that's one of the most average shows I've ever seen. I, I don't know if you saw my post in the on the Facebook group that we're in, but I, I was looking for like what people thought the most average pay per view was, and I thought of In Your House Six, the one that's uh, headlined with uh, Brett and Diesel in a cage. Yeah, it's right, it's right before uh, Mania Twelve. It just seems like such a, a lame duck show because you know there's no way Sean's not getting that main event shot. Oh yeah, yeah. I just thought that that was a very average show, and I think I thought the same thing with Halloween Havoc. The way I would look at it is, you know how I used to do my LaSalle cons. Yeah. If if a show had a match that I thought was good what's enough, that, what's to... LaSalle from? What's that from? Oh, <laughs> 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 is, that, uh, is that your alias? Is that yeah, it's my alias. You know how yeah. I used to do those compilation tapes. Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. Hey, keep going. I, I remember Halloween Havoc '94, just nothing being above like two and a half stars. It was like. Nasty Boys yeah, against Bunkhouse Buck and Terry Funk and stuff like that. No thanks. The worst card. Guess what the worst card was? 94. Let me think. Was it Survivor Series or King of the Ring? Blackjack Brawl. Oh, yeah. 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 Then we have cool. Halloween Havoc at two. The Clash of November 16th at three. King of the Ring at four. Fall Brawl at 5, Survivors at 6, Rumble at 7, SummerSlam at 8, Clash from August 24th at 9, and New Japan Finokyo Dome, whatever it's called, at uh, May 1st at 12, at 10, sorry. Best Wrestling Maneuver. Great Sasuke Space Flying Tiger Drop. Mm. 
Um, Eddie Guerrero, Frankensteiner off machine shoulder off off of Love Machine Shoulders. Ray Mysterio, Frankensteiner on top rope. Scott Steiner, STD. What the hell is that again? Super. What is that again? Uh, Steiner screwdriver. That's where he has him okay. up. Yeah, I don't for think, a yeah, I don't suplex then into a tombstone. Uh, Sabu Moose Salt on table. Vader Moon Salt and Tuchel Scorpio Splash. Most disgusting promotional tactic. Is that um, the uh, the nine hundred number? Nope. Ric Flair. WCW retires Ric Flair. Number two, uh, Hulk Hogan and friends take over WCW. Listen to this one. Smoky Mountain Gangsters race baiting angles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give them that. Yeah. Undertaker's death and re, 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 you know, coming back to life bullshit. Yeah. Uh, ECW NWA title double, t- title double cross. Hulk Hogan and Nancy Kerrigan angle was the mass bullshit. Uh, WCW not pushing AAA pay review show, which, wow. Uh, uh, Dave Sullivan, dyslexic gimmick, and WW 900 line frauds. Um, yeah. My next one, best color commentator, Bobby Heenan, Mike Today, Jerry Lawler, which is garbage. He's crap. Um, well, Jeff, 94, he wasn't bad because he wasn't saying the puppies all the time. Yeah. Uh, not Jeff Blacknick? Plus, plus. It was a relief from DiBiase or Stan Lane or Kurt Henning, who are all so bland yeah, on commentary. Who is Jeff Blacknick? I don't know. Must be like a global or uh, Arthur DWF. Rivera, Ramon Casalillo, your boy Larry Sabisco, and Les Thatcher. All right. Reader's favorite wrestler. Guess who that is? Is it Sabu? Mm-hmm. Rick Flair at two, Michaels at three, Miami Toyota at four, Cactus Jack at five, Kawada at six, Vader at seven, Funk at eight, Love Machine at nine, Sasuke at ten, um, or mentions Al Snow, Takata, Liger, Steve Williams, Eddie Guerrero, and Jerry Lawler, which fuck Jerry Lawler. Hey, Russell and Brett. Wrestler's least favorite wrestler. R- readers, sorry, least favorite wrestler. Hogan. The Hulkster. <laughs> number yeah. two, number two, we're kind of getting a pattern here. Jim Duggan, Hacksaw. I was just saying, Hacksaw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they really hate the fact that he beat Austin so quick. I think that really killed that poor bastard. And it wasn't his fault. He was booked to do it. I mean, what was he going to do? You know? Yeah, but I mean, he could have won the fans over by being awesome in the ring, but he, he well, wasn't. What can you do? In the, yeah, it's true. Uh, Dave Sullivan, the Butcher, and Lex Luger, worst wrestler. Dave Sullivan. Jim Duggan, not going to try to pronounce this guy's name because there's no possible way. Uh, the Butcher, Mabel, King Kong Bundy, Fred Ottman, the Honky Tonk Man, and L.A. Gante. What's Gante doing in 94? I think he may have done some New Japan shows. I think he did in 95, and he looks bad, Scott. Like He uh, he can't step over the ropes, and he's a big yeah. guy, and he can't step over the ropes. He's got to like go underneath the ropes to get out. Oh, my God. Jesus. His, well, his, his legs were... Like, in rough shape. I, I saw a YouTube clip and it was it was tough to watch. Uh, worst tag team, the Bushwhackers. I don't get the Bushwhackers shit. They're bad, but Men on the Mission's bad. Harlem Heat's not that bad. Gangsters aren't that bad. Stars and Stripes mm. are bad. Pretty wonderful. Well, worst television show. WCW Saturday Night. Yeah. This cool. existed in the same year the Action Zone, right? Yeah. And, and, and they were still making challenges. And they're saying WCW Saturday Night. I'd, I'd say Worldwide was worse than Saturday Night because you had that damn Disney crowd. Yeah, true. Uh, GWF, 
WCW main event, WCW Worldwide, WF Mania, IWCCW. I think you loved that, didn't you? You were a big fan of that promotion. I never saw it as IWCCW. I only watched it as ICW. They merged with World Class, and that's why it's International World Class Championship Wrestling in, like, 90. By that point, we didn't have it on our um, ABC affiliate. Um, WCW Pro, USWA Championship Wrestling, and WF Challenge. Worst manager. You guessed that one. Is it Jimmy? No, Mr. Fuji. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Harvey Whippleman at two. Kurt Robert Parker at three. Jimmy Hart at four. Hunter Q. Arbin. Oh, yeah. He's really bad. He's in ECW. Uh, Hunter Q. Robbins the third. And he's... He's trying to play like a like a snooty manager, like kind of like how everybody was had their own version of a cornet in the in the mid eighties. Yeah. Like if you were yeah. territory, he's like that. It's bad. Oscar, so say so Sherry, Lou Albano, and Harley Race. Oscar's um, bad. Worst match of the year. Guess that one. Ninety four. It's not hard to guess this one. Jesus Christ! Just think about it. Was it Yoko Lex at Mania 10? Nope. So that's Fire Series match with Lawler and Doink and all the Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Taker and Taker. Yeah, that was a bad one for SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, that. And you know, I think if you're a comedy match in the middle of a show and you suck, that's one thing. But if you're a show closer and you suck, oh, yeah. that should be worth more. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, they came close to getting taken it. Uh, Hogan and Flair from Halloween Havoc, Duggan in Austin, um, yeah. Taylor Maine and Stevie Ray, Hogan Sting and Dave Sullivan against Avalanche Butcher and Sullivan, Undertaker versus Yoko at Ray- Rumble, Piper against yeah. Lawler at King of Oh, Ray. yeah, that's real stinky. Jim Steele against the Equalizer, and Arnold mentions Antonio Nogi versus Steven Regal at Clash. Oh. I think it's because probably the crowd didn't really, they weren't familiar with Anoki, so they weren't really into it. Uh, worst feud. Worst feud. Jerry Lawler versus Doink. Rick Flair versus Hulk Hogan. Kevin Sullivan versus Dave Sullivan. Jim Duggan versus Steve Austin. Undertaker versus Yokozuna. Vader versus Guardian Angel. Bret Hart versus Jim Neidhart. Hogan and Dave Sullivan versus The Face of Fear. Hong Top Man versus Johnny Bad. Lex Luger versus Tatanka. Arnold Mesner, Rockwell Express versus the Gangsters. That's a little unfair because I think they had a decent feud. Yeah. And Stars and Stripes was pretty wonderful. Uh, we're going to burn through this here. I don't like, got much left. Uh, worst on interviews. Take a guess who that is. Is that Dave Sullivan? Yep. <laughs> Mr. Fuji at two, Bobby Backlund at three, Duggan at four, Hogan at five, Luger at six, Owen Hart at seven. The Butcher at 8. Um, Alex Wright at 9. Too Cold Scorpio at 10. Honorable Mention, Alexa Bliss. Oh, Alexa Bliss. What is wrong? <laughs> that was boring. It's 2.30 in the morning. It's late. <laughs> Alundra Blaze. Harley Race. She came out of the womb. I suck in interviews. Yeah. This, this, what the hell is this shit? Uh, one, two, three, kid. Diesel, Crush, and Nasty Boys. The worst promotion. Take a guess. Is it UWF? WCW. It's a trend. GWF, WWF, North Georgia Wrestling Association, NWA, 
IWCCW and ECW. Best Booker. Heyman. Yes. Heyman, Panita, Cornette, Baba, McMahon, Dutch Mantel. Promoter of the year. Richie Choshu? Baba. Oh. Pina, Gordon, McMahon, Cornette, Ron Scholar? Ring a bell? Does not. No. And three more to go. Best gimmick. Taker? Still get, and that's crazy to be given Taker best gimmick in 94. He was not that good in 94. Uh, who would you who would you give it to? Well, I'm looking at this. I'll tell you, man, I've never I haven't seen a lot of Mexican stuff, so I can't give it to like Art Bar and Guerrero, but I'm kinda of thinking that might be it. But Yeah. I'd I'd say stateside. Backland going crazy. Backland was three. Backland was three. Yeah. They yeah. gave they gave Whiprock two, Backland, La Parca, Public Enemy. Um then they gave Guerrero and Bar, Sandman Diesel, Madonna's boyfriend, Razor Ramon, and Triple A Minis. Worst gimmick. Doink? No. Duke or sorry, Dave Sullivan. Oh, yeah. Duke Drozzi was three was two. Doink was three. Gangsters were four, and I don't I don't think that's, that should be in there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the, 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 you know, say what you will about PWI, but when I was reading the results, other than Hoden winning Russell of the Year, nothing seemed like outrageous. I feel like with the observer here, <clears throat> this is them being like, Oh, well, this isn't politically correct, so we're not gonna give that stuff. Yeah, and also I think that they really go by not what is actually happening in the wrestling, but what people are talking about. Yeah. And it, it's the only thing that makes sense to me because if you watched it, you would say, this is awesome, or you just have shit taste. Well, they, they, the thing, I mean, let's be real, but and I don't even care if this person hears her. She's like, Dave Meltzer's not a positive human being. Not that positive. He's a pretty negative human being, and he's pretty hateful towards things. Well, the guy's been like it for fucking decades. I mean, look at like back in the eighties, junk food dog, and a body warrior. How how delight delighted and happy would you be if you had to watch three hours of Raw every week, two hours of SmackDown, two hours of NXT? Oh, I'm talking. This is back in the eighties. He was bitching. Oh yeah, but I mean, he also had to watch like that. There's no excuse because wrestling was awesome in the eighties. Well. Some bad stuff too. There was like a- any given year, like there would be some promotions that were like, "Oh, that's kind of shitty." Whether it be like World Class in '86 or Central States anytime, or you know, but you could focus your energy towards NWA, WWF, yeah, New Japan, All Japan, all sorts. UWF. He had a lot of. He was the, anyway. Regardless, uh, number five, Evil Undertaker. Number six, The Butcher. Number seven, Barb Bob Spark, Spark Plug Holly. Um, Alex Disco Nazi, right? What the hell is that? That's that's, that's just that he's German doesn't mean he's a Nazi. They can get out of here. Uh, Prince Kara's Garden Angel. Sorry, go ahead. You know, you would see like an interview with Alex. Right? I, I'm I'm not saying this happened, but you you may see an interview with him, and and he may like say, "Oh, the dirt sheets," or I don't read a Observer, and you be you may think, "Oh, he's just bitter." And then you see something like that. Like, oh, I get why he doesn't read it because yeah, they call him like a fucking Nazi. And you don't think the boys had us in the dressing room back then? Yeah. Over the awards, someone had it. Someone's like, can you imagine hearing that? Like, what the hell? That's so fucking racist. Uh, Mabel and Bob falling down back. That's what they call it. And last but not least, most embarrassing wrestler. This Hogan? Nope. Dave Sullivan? Doink the Clown. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Dave Sullivan at two, Hogan at three, Mabel at four, <laughs> Jim Duggan at five, Drozy at six, and then for some reason, Alex Wright is at seven. How's man, they're really anti-German. How's Taker not in there? Tell me how Taker, the fucking guy, rose to the goddamn heavens at the Rumble. You're telling me that's not embarrassing to watch? Yeah, but look at the rest of the year, Scott. He had that awesome match at SummerSlam against Evil Taker. He had that awesome casting match against Yoko at Survivor Series. And I wonder if it's like, uh, we'll be kind of easy on him this year. We'll, we'll do that stuff nice. Like he best wins gimmick. Best Gimmick! And there's no way. There's no way he wins Best Gimmick that year. That's ridiculous. I will say, and I've never done it before, I think the PWI ones are a little more uh, close to realism than Observer because it's ridiculous. Yes. Like, other than Hogan and Russell the Year, everything else is fine. The Observer, I wonder if this is going to be like this going forward because prior to this year, so I wonder, wonder if it's only going to get worse. Like the, the opinions know, are going to get worse. But that little well, comment about the Nazi thing, I mean, yeah. you know, it's cancel, it's cancel, it's cancel culture. They <laughs> yeah. better hope no one sees that. Because, well, uh, he did always just say that's what people wrote. Listen, like you know, lots of it, lots it, of it makes me want to go back to read like some of the '94 observers to see if Meltzer calls them disco Nazi. Well, I'll tell you, like if you go back and look at any of the early observers, oh, he's very hateful. He's uh, he's not the biggest fan of gay people. No, nope. and I think he makes that clear. But anyway, I don't need to like get something he going with Dave Meltzer because <laughs> I am using his stuff. So like, yeah. I don't know, maybe he'll sue me. I don't know. Well, it's been fun, everybody. 1994 is coming to a close. We will see you next time on Newsstand versus Newsletter. Mark your calendars. Memphis Wrestling's all-new lineup is hotter than ever. Powered by Pro Shingle. Next Saturday, February 19th, it's our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's in Memphis. Come watch WWE Elimination Chamber with us. Plus, we'll give you a free power car. March 6th, two-time WWE Hall of Famer and five-time world champion Booker T is coming to Memphis Wrestling. VIP experience tickets are available at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. March 19th, Memphis Wrestling makes its way to Black Rock, Arkansas for a special event benefiting Black Rock Police and Fire Departments. Help us make a difference and get your ticket at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. March 27th, Memphis Wrestling is too cool with WWE superstar Scotty Tuhati live at the Wrestle Center. And be on the lookout for a big announcement coming for April. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours before it's too late at championshipwrestlingmemphis.com. This episode is also brought to you by SpunkLoop.com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.spunkloop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. want the best you got the best the best little wrestling podcast in the business all episodes on www.stspod.club did you enjoy that episode 
slash Appas at dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. If you've never downloaded the Cash App app, Download it today. You'll get a free, that's right, a free $5 for using the code dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. That's dollar sign B-T-S-T-S. Hey, that was another great episode of Shooting the Shiznet. Thank you for listening, and thank you to all our sponsors. A big shout-out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling's Between the Sheets. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at ComicBookMarkBT, Instagram at BT Shootin' the Shizit. That's right, Shootin' the Shizit without a G. Facebook Shootin' the Shiznit and Facebook Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. If we don't like you in that group, first you have to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. All the episodes are at one place, and that's www.stspod.club. Podcast Roll Call, Who's Right Podcast, Homeboys Podcast, P3 Radio, my buddies Richard Josh, My World with Conrad Thompson and my friend Jeff Jarrett. Lance's favorite include Nickology, Rock Solid, Playlist Wars, I'm Fat Podcast. Hey guys, remember... Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.